0: Welcome to the Writing with Purpose podcast where I, Anna Williscroft, chat with fellow writers and outdoor enthusiasts about how we can embrace creativity and curiosity to live a life full of adventure that doesn't feel like hard work. I delve into exploratory conversations about my two loves in life, writing and nature connection, as part of my mission to share the well-being benefits they both bring. It's wonderful to have you here today. On today's Writing with Purpose podcast, I'm chatting with writer and story coach Claire Tompkins about writing novels, running, and getting in touch with your core purpose. Hi, Claire, thank you very much for agreeing to join me on this podcast, uh, which is all about really talking to like minded people that have a love for great outdoors, mother nature, um, a fellow creative, also, you know, being attracted to sort of uh, exercise in some way, shape or form. And yeah, so welcome, Claire, from Five Rubies. Did you get that right? Five Rubies? Yes, thank you. Uh, you Let are right, uh, a story coach and I think did you you self-confessed writing geek and word geek is it
1: yes that's right that's right I'm all about the words <laughs> and you've got
0: quite a, a story haven't you because I usually ask people about how you stay creative and what are your sort of creativity generating um tools if you like but you you had a dream didn't you which was a big part of your creative story
1: yeah yeah that's that's a really good question um so Strangely enough, I, when I was a child, I would use the words, I'm not a very creative person, which is almost laughable now, really, given, um, you know, what a big part it is of my life and um, and what, what I love. You know, one of my personal values is creativity, mm-hmm. <laughs> unsurprisingly, um, because I know that, well, not only are we all creative, but for me particularly, I know that when I'm creative, that's me uh, really at my best. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I um yeah, so I I trained as a lawyer. That's um sort of my background in terms of education and career and, and that type of thing. Um and in terms of the business, I'm I'm a spiritual person, you know, I believe in a, a higher a higher being, a god. Um and the, the the business name Five Rubies came from a, a kind of just a, a sort of a vision or a sense that I had when I was a teenager um, that I um, would be given, if you like, five things to care for and nurture, precious things in my life. And um, that included my my husband and my children, but also my work. And when I was a lawyer, I, I guess I never really understood that. I, I enjoyed my job. Um but I wasn't um, really passionate about it. I was like, well, you know, I didn't understand how to kind of nurture that, and you, you know, had that uh,
0: sort of feeling that there was perhaps something missing. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's
0: you right. All to it.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I can't quite remember how or why, but I decided I wanted to start writing and, and write a novel, and and then. Um, a few things happened that then kind of led to this idea for the business and I I understood that's why I called it five rubies because I thought I found that that sort of passion Um, and that you know my stories and other people's stories are so precious Mm. Um, so that's my that's my ruby now that's what I nurture and I care for.
0: So, it it's yeah. A story. And I think that happens to so many of us. We, you know, we do something that we love, we, we train for something as a career, but then at a certain point that this this just sort of this just it's it's not fulfilling anymore. You, you do a mm. good job, great on some level, but I think that's just something that kind of comes at you. Mm. A bit. Mm. Um and I think you for for your business, you sort of say that you work with hard led entrepreneurs mm. and leaders. And I think it. it for me, that's those people that um have that something missing as well. And and mm-hmm. I suppose could help them to find the words to explain that in what they do as well with the story coaching. Yeah,
1: yeah. In fact, uh, a client summed it up for me beautifully um a little while ago and they said, you know, we've we've got all the feelings we just don't have the words Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. like I love that because it's like you have this sense of what your message might be inside your heart you know but all those feelings about who you want to work with or who you want to help or who you want to lead you just can't quite Mm -hmm. um, express those feelings in words Um, Mm -hmm. and that's why that's my favorite part of of working with people
0: do you find that when you when you talk to people because I've had in the past when when I as, as a copywriter writing for people they say oh you just seem to be able to get into my head and pull out the words. <laughs> and, yeah and, and quite I, with, with a number of projects recently I've held a Zoom meeting and I've asked a series of questions and I've, I've sort of interviewed the person and quite often I've found that in a roundabout way they've got the words yes. And how they talk, it's just sort of, I suppose, breaking that down a little bit, making it a little yeah. bit more succinct and having a, a key message, if you like, to have well. everything got. Yeah, that
1: that's absolutely true. And I, one one of my favourite things is to just listen, write down a few notes, and then just play those words back to that person. Yeah. And more often than not, they'll go, "Oh, that sounds good. I like those words. i said that's because they're your work. <laughs> I've just yeah. teased them out of you and made sense of them a bit, and you know, uh, yeah. and that's lovely. You're, and you're absolutely right, the words
0: are there. Yeah, and it sounds authentic. Yeah, to me. yeah. because yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. It is yeah. I, I quite often I read some things that I've written, you know, a few months back, not so much a few years back, because I think I've improved massively. <laughs> <laughs> but and I read back and they go, What's God? And then yeah. I'd be like, well, I <laughs> <read that." laughs>
1: Yes, I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. Yeah, did I really
0: write that. I don't really yeah, know. Oh, yes that. <laughs> do yeah. I think that comes back to what you oh, said right it. at the start about you never considered yourself as a as a creative person mm. uh, when you were younger. And a lot of people still now, you know, but think that they're not creative, but you don't have to paint or draw all right in Mm. order to be creative problem solving is Mm. a a form of being creative you know sitting down and organizing something and playing with the kids at the weekend is being creative Mm. baking Mm. something in the kitchen is being creative so I think sometimes there's a misunderstanding of what creative means Mm. for
1: people yeah absolutely I was thinking about this yesterday actually thinking why my children are a great example of this so my middle daughter um, is more typically creative. So she loves uh, creating things with her hands, drawing, you know. Um, we, we went to uh, see a musical at the weekend. She made us all bracelets, all, you know, colour coordinated, all that kind of thing. Nice. So she, she is classically creative in that sense of the word. My son um, is, is creative in a very different way. He's a sportsman. So he will spend hours perfecting his spin bowling, for example, mm-hmm. um, you know, thinking about the best way to play the game, problem solving, like you've said. And they are creative in different ways, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um definitely. and then the the younger one is is different again. So yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think intrinsically we are we are um wired to be creative mm-hmm. beings, aren't we? To yeah. solve problems and mm-hmm. um I like I like to describe it as we we have the ability to see the potential for beauty in something or in a situation or in a place, mm. um, and that's what creativity means. I think.
0: What's What's your earliest memory of, of sort of of, of writing um, or reading or, or sort of having a love for, for language?
1: Yeah I love this question Anna. I was saying to Anna just before we started recording that she sent me some lovely questions and I really enjoyed making some notes on them. Um, So earliest memories Um, one of them of course and I do talk about this from time to time in my content is uh, reading books in our magnolia tree Um, Mm. and I, I just loved that kind of being able to escape into yeah. a slightly magical place both physically in the tree and then also um through the books that I was reading
0: oh, yeah
1: um yeah he go to yeah. yeah 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 um and uh I remember writing a poem when I was poorly in bed with the flu about vitamin C. <laughs> I completely Probably. forgotten about that it was <laughs> called ode to vitamin c and i was like i wish i still had it you know yeah um, yeah
0: there's all those birthday cards isn't there, that start off an know too yeah <laughs> it could have been yeah, yeah. one of the series
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> my parents are very into sort of um vitamins and and uh holistic and health you know healthy eating mm. that type of thing so um we ate a lot of vitamins as children um, so oh. i wrote a to about that. <laughs> Great
0: story. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've got such a vision now of you know you as a small girl climbing up into this magnolia tree with yeah pen and the paper or with, you know your reading book whatever you were reading at the time just getting lost and yeah it's almost like going into another world. Yeah, and the tree's still there
1: because I went down a little trip down memory lane a couple of months ago for some book research and mm-hmm. it's still there.
0: You made a living really out of of writing, and and that's you know writing um, stories, your own stories, which we'll come on to in, in, in shortly, but also helping other people to to be able to you know tell um, their stories. So, what does writing actually mean to you? Oh. Mm. Um, well, I think
1: I think I've discovered over the past probably. 10 years since I've been writing more consistently and seriously, that it, it's life-giving, um, mm-hmm. really. Um, it, and I do d- r- lots of different writing, like you've alluded to. So I'll, 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 I'm writing a novel. Um, I write for clients in different sort of formats. Um, I journal. I write content for my own business and um, help people with their content as well. Um, and really it's the thing that feeds me. Um, it's that kind of non-negotiable thing. And I, and I think most people have something like this in their life that, um, there's a book called the one thing. I can't remember who who wrote it now, but that the author talks about that one thing, um, that that actually makes everything else easier in your life. And for me, it's writing. Um, and that looks very different in different situations. But I find yeah. that um, if I start my day with coffee, which is also a non-negotiable, <laughs> and uh, and a bit of
0: journaling, then the rest of the day is much better. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It is. And I suppose if we jump a little bit to what you said there about journaling and starting oh. the day. So do you... You, right, so you do the morning pages, sort of that stream of consciousness, in hmm. work, or is it sort of a different technique? Because I journal as well. A lot of my journals have changed over time, or how I journal, should I say? And at the moment, a lot of it is more around dream journaling, which mm. I think is fascinating to see. You know what your 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 you know your subconscious is trying to tell you almost in a dream. Well, that's how I perceive that anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah. gratitude journaling but there's so many different types isn't there so what what excuse me what sort of journaling do you navigate mm. to
1: um it's quite um sort of informal and loose really um and it it may not happen every day and i i think i've sometimes i'll use a prompt more often than not. it's just what's going on in my head and i don't know about you but i often wake up in the morning and my depending on the day ahead my head is just buzzing with stuff (laughs) um that's gonna that's going on and it's so busy and sometimes just getting those thoughts out on the page just really helps me to kind of slow down Mm. just reflect um just kind of order my thoughts so sometimes it's that sometimes it might be something I've read um from a book or it might be I've read a bit from the bible or something that stood out to me a particular word sometimes i think that's interesting i wonder why that stood out to me let's be curious and explore that yeah um so yeah and and the thing that i particularly love about journaling actually is it surprises me (laughs) it sounds so odd um to many people but something magical happens when you put pen to paper and and often what comes out through the pen is not what i expect yeah um
0: I think that that yeah. that is you, you you yeah, what you've just described there is is spot on because you um for, and for me this is sort of my way of describing that that you you almost don't think too much about what it is that you're writing. So yeah. it flows. Yeah. So it's without logic, it's without rationality, and it's just whatever's going on. And I love the fact that sometimes you just have a word <laughs> <laughs> and you're curious about a word. Because um, I do the same thing. If I go outside, you know, and see something, and then I get really curious, and then that's mm. enough for me to then write yeah. something. Because so I've usually got this. This is my current one, but I've usually got just a, a little notebook that I take everywhere with me, <clears throat> and I just write little sentences. Yeah. Right and so when I spot these nuances somewhere, um, mm. that might be inspiration for something that I'm writing or, or yeah. just meaningful to me.
1: Nice. And, yeah. Here's my current journal. <laughs> oh that's a nice it's a particularly it? beautiful a one. one actually yeah I will be very sad when I've filled this one <laughs> yeah
0: what do, so do you, let me ask you something based on that then because um I was listening to something the other day and she was to, or was I reading something uh, anyway she was saying that part of the problem was to why people don't continue with journaling and, and I don't do it every day either I think that's something important to say you don't have to do it every day because i themselves up if they don't do it every day um but she was saying just get a load of loose scrap paper <laughs> and write down because if you've got something that's really beautiful and really yeah. fancy it puts people off because they don't want to yeah. sweat
1: it's so true it's yeah. absolutely true um and I I love notebooks so much I'm holding another one here look which is serves a different purpose this is my kind of worky <laughs> work you know but um no, she's absolutely right. But of course, yeah. um, you can't spoil a notebook, can you? That's what it's there for. It's and actually, the thoughts yeah. that you put down inside it are far more beautiful than the notebook. Yes. Um, yeah. And what, one it's thing I exciting. find really helpful, actually, and I I do this with clients. I get clients to do quite a lot of journaling in sessions, mm-hmm. which for some people they love, and other people are a bit like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a bit different. <laughs> um. But I'll say, so I'm literally just going to give you two minutes. That's mm-hmm. all you have. Don't overthink it. Just pick up your pen and just write whatever comes out. So Don't worry about nice sentences. Yeah. Just a random jumble of words. That's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that kind of um, getting away from that fear of the blank page, isn't it? Um, yeah, just start yeah. with something. And that's yeah. something
0: to lead to something else. And
1: something yeah, else. yeah. And um the plank page does not judge you you know this is mm. these are your words mm. um I, I've often written in my journal particularly if I've not journaled for quite a long time for various reasons just have this lovely sense of like my my journal that it it's just if it could speak to me it would just say it's nice to see you yeah <laughs> there's no kind of like <laughs> where have you been <laughs> yes. um so yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and those probing questions that yeah. you want yeah. to spot a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way. It's just that yeah. when you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Kindness, kindness within a page. Yes. Yeah. Really yes. that, that it can can say. Too. Yes. Yeah. That's a beautiful way. Beautiful way to put it. So if we can then move on because you're you're a runner, aren't you? You, you, yes. Outside and stay active, and so, so nature is a big part of of your life as as well as mine. And I love it when I talk to people that have got those two sort of same passions as me, because I just I can talk to people. I can talk to you forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what the great outdoors means to you, and um, you know, what part does sort of connecting with nature play in your life? How has it sort of supported you over the mm-hmm. years? You know, a, a, yeah. Vanilla tree maybe being the star of topic but yeah since then <laughs> it's funny
1: isn't it because when I was making notes on this yesterday I was I, I was noticing that actually I grew up in the countryside so I was really fortunate I grew up in this little village um and a lot most of my happiest times were outdoors it's funny yeah. how you don't really appreciate that at the time you know the sort of the greatest adventures I had were going off on my bike without a helmet because you know
0: where <laughs> <pretty good. You laughs> helmets to be
1: <laughs> back in those so um yeah and and uh and getting lost and terrifying yeah. my mother probably but you know the best the best things often happen outdoors don't they? Um yeah. yeah but I think I think particularly as as my life has got busier in adulthood, I think I have to be much more intentional about it now. Mm. Um And running has played a really big part in that. Um, So I started running about 10 years ago. Um, Again, never saw myself as a kind of running fit type person at all. At school, absolutely hated it. (laughs) Many people did. Um, And, that you know, when I first started running, I barely ran to the end of the road. I was really, really unfit and yet um when i went through a really um difficult time with my mental well-being probably about 5 years ago it really was running and writing mm-hmm. um were were two very key things that really helped me um and of course you run outside for for the most part yeah. apart from you know when it's super super hot or you might run the treadmill mm-hmm. um so yeah, I think in a similar way to writing really being outside and exercising is often I find it very restorative. Um it helps me, it soothes me, helps me slow down um and
0: sort of calm my nervous system. Yeah. Um yeah, and yeah. it's amazing you how therapeutic it is, you'll be even though to you know the observer particularly when running you know it's very energetic and you might look absolutely shattered <laughs> and <out of> <laughs> um, but it's amazing how much energy that yes. gives you um in particular afterwards do you ever find that you go out Uh, running or it could be walking and you've you've sort of got an idea that's mulling or something that Mm. you might need to be thinking about and then by the time you've been outside and you know you've run you've you've kind of got answers or at least inspiration to yeah and um you know put that into your writing
1: yeah absolutely and more than that i i read a post on linkedin the other week and this guy was saying he takes his ideas for a walk along the beach i was like yes i do that too (laughs) i'm so glad you said that um and there's something about if i've if i in the past if i've had like a real knotty sort of problem with a plot and i just Mm. can't work out what happens next Mm. i take it for a walk and there's something about the mood the physical act of walking like putting Mm. one foot in front of the other that, ha- that unlocks something in your head that enables your head to do the same yeah. and kind of just literally walk through something yeah. um, and just I talk it over um, in my head. And, and, and I love being by, I mean, we live in Nottingham, which is basically right in the middle of the UK, nowhere near the sea. <laughs> um, <laughs> but whenever we are by the sea, like on holiday, um, I find that so inspiring and I yeah. will... I've, I remember times where I walked along the beach and just plotted stuff out in my head or worked through ideas. And mm. um, yeah, there's something, isn't there, about particularly being barefoot on the sand? Yeah. You're so close to
0: to completely like earth at its best yeah I need to get to yeah. I need to do that a little bit more I, I, I my feet are a bit sensitive but <laughs> I think that's my mind telling my feet are a bit, are a bit oh, I'm not yes. To take you well I say that I've got no I've got no shoes on at the moment but to to walk outside Um, I mean my partner's daughter she's always got either just socks or no socks and shoes on yeah yeah running around the garden and then around the path and everything and I say please put some shoes on I did say I didn't (laughs) worry about feet but that I mean that that comes from me because I worry about my feet yeah you know the yeah. shop oh, having said that though something's just popped into my mind I have walked on glass before and hot coals so oh my definitely a few definitely a mindset thing yeah yeah Thank sure. you. <laughs> sand is a bit friendlier <laughs> yeah <laughs> next time we go to the beach I will I will take a leaf out of your book and I yeah. take uh take my ideas on a barefoot walk yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think a couple of things there from what you've said. You know, going down to the beach is a change of scenery as well, isn't it? Mm. Being, you know, I mean, Nottingham's a big city as well. I know there's a lot of greenery yeah. spaces and that around too, but it's a completely different setting, which sometimes I think helps to free free people's minds. Mm. I always try and encourage that with people to just step outside of the office. Yeah, you know, even if you don't enjoy walking or you don't like going outside, go to a different go to a coffee shop or something so that you just have change of scenery and, and i think that's quite expansive in your thinking too so you know outside just removes all barriers around you it can be expansive and um yeah it just helps things to flow mm,
1: absolutely yeah it's i mean it's and this is slightly different but it's it's great for conversations isn't it walking outside mm. I, I, a lot of coaches do this, and I and I can see why. So, a, you're outside, and b, you're walking side by side, and yeah. it's just more conducive to yeah, it's better you get conversation. More in that
0: yeah, sense, instead of facing someone where there's yeah. a bit more of that. I know, I know that doesn't happen in the coaching sit uh, setting, but you know that that sort of perception of being judgmental, or yeah. conflicts that you're, you're directly in front of, yes. I wonder if that stems from ancient times and battles you know (laughs) yes somebody yeah (laughs) something there
1: yeah maybe you're right yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. curious about that now yeah there you go (laughs) there's
1: something you can go and google
0: (laughs) exactly yeah you've said before that you're 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 writing a novel um how do you sort of how she you get over things like writer's blocks and that, mm. you, said that you go out for, you know, a, a walk and that just seems to unravel plots and things like that. But if there's anyone's listening or watching that sort of, you know, has got that as a goal or maybe they're a little bit stuck because, you know, writers, you do get stuck. Um, is there any other sort of inspiration or, I guess, ideas that you can share with people to help with? Mm. I mean, writer's blocks, I think, are, are just limiting beliefs, really, that we... yeah can't do something or something start working and
1: yeah 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 gosh it's a it's a journey that's for sure Mm -hmm. um yeah I was reflecting on kind of what my biggest limiting beliefs have been um through writing I've been writing the novel for a really long time because um you know life life has happened in between um yeah um I think my my biggest challenge around my writing and this is not this is more it affects me more with my fiction creative writing and less with my other types of writing like content and you know blogging that type of thing I seem to be a bit freer there um which is it's an interesting one maybe I should explore that a little bit more yeah. um yeah. it's more than just the length perhaps yeah I think it is I think I, I think I hold it a little bit more lightly actually mm-hmm. um but with my novel I'm but the biggest thing that holds me back you know is this little perfectionist tendency that creeps in mm. um I don't know whether you're familiar with the Enneagram or anyone listening might be but um I'm a yeah t- I, I have come yeah.
0: With
1: that. yeah, yeah it's super, super helpful tool, all mm. and I have a one a one streak a one wing which is is perfectionist mm. Um, and alongside that comes this lovely sense of fear of you know what if it's not good enough what if I'm getting it wrong what if I make a mistake Mm. so it's kind of a part of it is choosing to step away from that and just getting really clear on what does good enough look like for me yeah um let's get really specific about that um so that's been helpful um
0: and right, yeah. that that what if, yeah, saying well you know what if it was a huge success or yeah, what if such and such a person picked it up and you know commented to me about it over social media,
1: yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting. I I now read like a writer, which is you know I, I spoil myself, I spoil myself as a reader mm-hmm. now, but I I will. This is really sad. I I spot typos in books sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know? Normal people don't do that, do they? <laughs> I think
0: so, well, not to the extent. Because uh, yeah. do you have to pick up um, repetitive words? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Honestly, it's terrible. And
0: yeah, it and I, spoil yeah. the book sometimes.
1: Yeah, and and part of me is like, actually, if it's a, if it's a good enough story, it, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. it's good again. It comes back to the phrase, "Good enough," doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that that is a challenge for me, and, and I think the other biggest challenge is the kind of the overwhelm. Will so I now have I'm on draft three of my novel, and it's ninety thousand words. It's too wow. long, but it's a wow. it's a big it's like a big forest <laughs> of trees that I have to yeah. navigate so you through. Have, and... You have got to edit it down then. For yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And I uh, because it's my first book as well. I've made all I've made all the mistakes in the book. You know I've. Mm-hmm. a huge learning curve which is great but it means it's very messy and needs um a lot of work so that's fine so for me it's like it's just that old old classic of breaking it down to really really small steps and and trying to kind of have the end goal in sight and in mind to keep me motivated but also really appreciate what I'm learning along the way yeah, and, and and knowing like you touched on Anna that you you know every time you write you're becoming a better writer and it's getting better. Yeah, you're honing your crafts and it's fun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you yeah. know as well. Yeah. So how do you how that process makes you feel as you do? Yeah, file well. and yeah, there might be edits and things that you need to do, What think about how enjoying that how enjoy how much you've enjoyed the whole process to date, and you know look how far you've come. It's celebrating. What you've done to date as well, isn't it? I mean, that yeah. is it words. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is a lot of words. Yes, it's a lot of words. Some that that would be an excuse for some people not to start. Or so not an excuse yes. reason for them not to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know you've got a it's good great. problem on your hands that you have got to edit it. Editing yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah. And
1: uh, and the mindset piece is really really important because I I, mean, I have I've done a lot of work on um my mindset and became really self-aware um, particularly in the context of my writing and I remember a coach saying to me you know how how different do you feel um if you approach your writing session with a sense of like oh my word this is gonna be really hard and I can't do this and it's too much so what I, I often say to myself it's too much too much yeah says so, you know what what difference would it make if you approached it going this is going to be fun Let's yeah. just do half an hour, and let's just enjoy it, and let's yeah. not let's hold it as lightly as 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 we can, which is I find super helpful. It's actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. much just, better, yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then it 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 makes it a better experience for you as the writer, and it means you'll want to show up and do it again. Mm. So um yeah, yeah. Once
0: you've yeah. done it once and you've gone through that and you find it enjoyable, yeah. then that's the feeling that you can carry with it to the next time you come. Yeah, to it. yeah. yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Oh, well, you yeah. have to let us know when you've edited it down or whenever you know it's available to purchase. Because yes. it's dystopia novel, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's it's um for teenagers. It's mm. kind of fantasy, dystopia. It's great fun. There's loads mm. of fight scenes and flying around and magic and nonsense, you know. <laughs> and uh I yeah. just not, not making making it all up <laughs> as I go along.
0: <laughs> That's creativity. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's been fascinating talking to you Claire thank you oh it's much. been lovely um, thank really you enjoyed it um so we'll include this in in the show notes afterwards but as and how can people get in touch with you people want to find out more uh about the coaching or any aspect of what you do you know sign up to a list for when the novel is released um or just simply to to sort of connect with you where 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 can we find you yeah
1: yeah great thank you um, so I have a website, which is just 5 Um, It's a work in progress, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my website, but there's some stuff on there, including a, a blog that I, I try to write once a month. And there's I've got an email newsletter too. So do kind of have a look over there. I'm also um, all over social media. <laughs> um, so on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn, I'm there just as me, <laughs> Claire Tompkins. And then um on Facebook and Instagram, I'm on there as Five Rubies as well. So yes, do yeah. feel free to connect with me. Yeah, but I particularly enjoy uh LinkedIn. Um so please send me a message on there if you would like to and connect with me. I I just I love engaging with other people and and learning and contributing to that kind of creative yeah. community on there. So
0: we can all feed each other in that sense yeah yeah question or a thought and it's great to hear what other people you know think about a subject and you you quite often put posts on like that which you know make people think a little bit reflect on some things so yeah Yeah. oh good brilliant yeah yeah, thank you very much again we shall stay in touch and um yeah thank you thank you anna it's been a pleasure Thank you for listening to today's Writing with Purpose podcast. Having conversations with fellow writers or adventure enthusiasts brings two of my biggest loves in life together, writing and nature connection. I've been a copywriter and content creator for 23 years, but my passion is writing for well-being, and I'm on a mission to share the benefits that putting pen to paper has, personal wellness with as many people as possible. If you want to learn more about writing for your wellbeing, and journaling techniques, please connect with me in my Facebook group, Journaling with Anna.